You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right. Tell me that you can hear the golden pipes this time and that everything is better. Um, so if you're listening to this through the podcast, traditional uh, podcast method, we had a little bit of sound snafu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the hashtag countdown crew, Mike crew. Uh, so for everybody that got two hashtag CCs in today, uh, I'm going to quadruple those uh, moving into our giveaway for the upcoming week. I appreciate that um, because here, here's the deal. Technology is so fun. Um, it is so fun, and I have to use the same computer for teaching, uh, taxes, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and I don't know what happened. I have no clue what happened, but reset everything. We're good to go. Let's get to some football, baby. We've got 49ers versus Patriots today. We're previewing more than we should preview. Um, I just get carried away. Every single time I get into this, it's so fun just to see where everything matches up. And what the game is going to look like. So again, we're going to get into our traditional scouting report routine. Weaknesses, strengths, um, players to exploit, watch out for, matchups on both sides of the ball. Then we'll get into our predictions. We've got, man, I've got a lot of bets of the week this week. There's a lot to that I really, really like. Even some non-49er stuff. Um, so we've got a lot to get to. As always, your questions. Uh, cannot wait to hear those. Get those. Just make sure you tag me at John Chapman so I can see it. Um, yeah, I, I, the voice was awful, man. That would be a rough hour long podcast to listen to, um, sounding like short circuit. Um, anyway, here we go. First off, what I want to talk about has nothing to do with the Patriots, but rather a new trade rumor with somebody who seems to has lost <laughs> basically not only Kyle Shanahan's, um, 
I don't want to say respect, trust perhaps. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo lost it first, and that's Dante Pettis, who has been a healthy scratch um, in the Super Bowl. He's missed some time this year. He had his chance week one to go out there and do something. He has zero catches on the year. Zero catches on the year. And so it was asked by to Kyle Shanahan, is he on the trade block? And Kyle Shanahan did not mix words whatsoever. He said, yeah, we've called people. People have called us. If there's something that's going to increase our team moving forward, we'll definitely jump on that. But currently he is on our team, and we want him to be on our team for the future. But what can you get for him? What can you get for Dante Pettis at this time? A player swap, maybe. You know, we just saw the trade where we basically, for Jordan Willis, we got him for free. We gave up a 2022nd sixth rounder, got back a seventh for this year, and Jordan Willis. He's not going to be playing this week. Um, but what could you get for Pettis? You might be able to swap him for somebody like a John Ross, but if you do that, the cap implications are huge. Um, you're talking a million and a half plus cap implications this year and next because you're taking on that first rounder status. You remember, uh, John Ross went sixth overall. Is he going to fix? Do you want John Ross, another guy that's <laughs> inconsistent, not really a football guy? Um, Anyway, we'll have to see what happens. I don't think much will happen with Pettis. You might be able to get a seventh rounder for him. That's it. There's no way you're going to get more than that. His contract is cheap, which I, I think you can do something with that. But I don't think that it, if you're wanting a fifth round pick, you might be able to combine Pettis and a sixth or a fifth. Like that's best case scenario ever. And even then, yeah. If, if I was the team, I'd be like, no, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Um, anyway, so there is some movement there. Hopefully something gets done. That would be wonderful. Um, but we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing Shot J says, thanks for fixing that issue. Um, yeah, the voice was bad, much better now. Good, I appreciate that, guys. Always hold me on my toes now. If, if, I, uh, if I mess up or if I'm sleep, I'm not going to put out bad content. If that if I get to that, I'm like Patrick Willis. If I get to the point where I'm just mailing it in and I can't do what I what I expect of myself, then this podcast is over. Um, <laughs> the reason why I got into it is because there wasn't a podcast out there that was like this. Now I feel like there's quite a few, but it, you have to have pride in your performance. Uh, I, I believe in that uh, big time, big time. All right, let's look at some opponent records and stats of the Patriots. They're two and three. This is not the Patriots that we're used to on offense or defense. And you could talk about Tom Brady leaving. That's fine. That's appropriate. But this is not a Cam Newton versus Tom Brady issue. That defense is not the same defense. It's not even close. Um, and so they've lost to some good teams and some bad teams. So their wins were against the Dolphins, which destroyed us, and the Raiders, which is a quality team. So that's two decent wins. Their losses, Seahawks. Chiefs, nothing to scoff at, but then the Broncos embarrassed them last week. So you've got a team that's coming off of back-to-back -back losses, and how are they going to respond? Are you meaning to tell me Bill Belichick's going to coach a team to three consecutive losses? That's what's going to have to happen for the 49ers to win. Now, can the 49ers win this game on the road all the way in the East Coast? Hell yes, they can. We're 2-0 and out there already. Um, this is just a couple hours up the road. So... No doubt that this is a winning, winnable game for both teams, 
But whenever you look at what is on the cusp, what, what these teams have to lose, it's huge. You know, if, if the Patriots lose this game, luckily they're not in the best division, but if the Patriots lose this game, man, you can say goodbye to that division. There's no way in hell they're going to win it at 2-4, and four, not with the way Buffalo's playing. Look at the 49ers. We're 3-3. Three and three. You fall to 3-4, and four, you know, Seattle, you have the best record in the NFL in your division. Luckily, we get to play them next week. But a four-game hole against the NFC West? You got to say goodbye to that division. Um, I mean, maybe a miraculous come from behind, whatever. But even if you beat Seattle two times, they still have a two-game lead on you. So this is a must-win for both teams. Because what starts to happen once you get into week 7, 8, 9, this is the separation time. Okay, who are, who are the people that are contending and who are not? The 49ers haven't been able to make up their mind on who they are because of injuries, because of lots of different things, whatever. But it doesn't matter. You could say, okay, well, the injuries are bad and we're going to go through those and they're awful. But you still got to play. You still got to play. That's, that's not a pass. Now, if the 49ers lose this game, does that mean they're not making the playoffs? That's not what I'm saying. I am saying if the 49ers lose this game, they're not winning the division. That, I, I don't think they can win the division from a four-game hole um, going into week eight. I just don't see it. But you can still make the playoffs. Remember, this year there is an additional team that makes the playoff, one extra wild card team for each division, so that's huge. But you've got to get to that 9-10 to 10 win. 49ers can still get there. The meat of the schedule is ahead. <laughs> it's not going to get any easier for sure. Now, let's look at what happened in that Broncos game that the Patriots just looked so bad. It was turnovers. It was turnovers. And they got lucky. They only had three turnovers, the Patriots. It should have been more. They one fumble and two interceptions, but they fumbled four times. The Patriots fumbled four times, only lost one of those. And this is not a new thing for the Patriots. And Bill Belichick is notorious around the NFL. Or if a running back fumbles the ball, that dude is riding the bench. He may never play again. That's just who he's always been. But now Cam Newton comes. That's a whole bunch of new problems. And whenever Cam Newton fumbles, which he does a lot, um, what are you going to do? Move to your backup quarterback? We saw what happened when Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham went in there. I mean, that was just as bad of a performance as you could possibly have. So you've got to get turnovers to win this game if you're the 49ers, which, you know, if you go back to 2019, you were getting them in spades. 2018, impossible, one of the worst turnover teams ever. And now we're here in 2020, and we're somewhere in between. We still haven't really figured out who we are, and I don't think this weekend's going to be it because, again, the turnovers, not turnovers, literally the turnover in personnel. So let's go over the injury report for the 49ers, and it is abysmal. There's the word. Haven't used it in a while, but it applies here. 49ers currently have 16 players on IR. 16. This is the exact same number that the 49ers had on IR going into the Super Bowl last year. So now I understand that there are different IR rules, okay? Last year, you could have two players come back, whatever else. Now we have the short-term IR. We're only three weeks, but still, the point is there. The fact that there are 16 players on IR currently, that tells you something after playing only six games, whereas, again, last year, you had played 18 games leading up to the Super Bowl. And if you look at who is injured, obviously, we all know, 
it's much more prominent players. Nick Bosa, who I think the best defensive player we have, Richard Sherman, second best defensive player that we had. You throw Fred Warner in there. Um, if you want to put him in that category, no problems there. But as far as new injuries, yes, we have new injuries. Both safeties are out. Jimmy Ward and Chikoski Tart, we lose in the span of four days. Four days. They both are out. Jimmy Ward injures his quad somehow in practice. We don't have a lot of details. Obviously, they're not going to release those. But Kyle Shanahan was asked this. Is this a one-week injury or a two-week injury? He said it's probably going to be a little bit more of the two-week injury. They did not put him on IR, which tells us, all right, probably going to be back before three weeks. Now, good news, bad news with this situation. <laughs> we have all been clamoring for more Tarvarius more. You know, Chikwaski Tart goes out at halftime last week. They send in Marcel Harris, and we're like, oh, this is great. We want more. We want Tarvarius more. Well, we're going to get him, and we're going to get his backup right next to him. So going into any game in the NFL, losing both starting safeties isn't a good thing. But whenever you're playing against Cam Newton, and the most run-heavy offense in the entire NFL, which the New England Patriots lead the NFL in rush attempts, it makes it problematic. Um, because, again, some of those keys, Jimmy Ward is much better in the run versus Tarverius Moore. Not even close. Jaquaski Tart, much better in the run than Tart, uh, Marcel Harris. But both of them are much better in the pass game. I, I personally believe that, especially whenever you're talking about turnovers. Quan Alexander's out. Raheem Mostert's out. Little bit of good news. D Ford, for the first time this since week one, got a little bit of work in off to the side field. Uh, pushing a sled, working with um, the strength and conditioning coaches, things like that. So that's good news. Definitely very far from coming back to play any meaningful minutes. But any step in the positive direction is a positive thing. Um, it would be nice if we could get him back. I doubt it's going to happen. Now, players that are in, Trent Williams, he's a go. Now, he was a limited participant Wednesday, limited Thursday, limited Friday. Um, we should be getting word out any minute. And if you guys see something, please tag me because Kyle Shanahan's probably throwing something out there. But Trent Williams is going to be out there. He is going to get the start. Hopefully, he gets to play through that. Jeff Wilson, also limited all three days. He is going to be active more than likely. Um, but I don't think that Jeff Wilson's going to be taking Jamichael Hasty uh, snaps. I think he'll be an injury guy. We're going to get a heavy dose of Jarek McKinnon, and we're going to get a heavy dose of our boy. It's Hasty season, baby. It's Hasty time. It's happening. Uh, really excited about that. And, of course, I'd be failed to mention number 27 will be back as well. He is going to be active, mostly just on special teams. He's the number four corner. Um, now, let's look at the Patriots and their injuries. They're nowhere near <laughs> what we have, obviously. Their problems are much more COVID-related. Um, first off, James White, who will be playing in full. He missed two days of practice that were not injury related, but he, he's going to be out there. Sony Michelle, which if you look at pro football focus numbers, he's the only running back in the NFL that can even be close to Raheem Mostert and what Mostert's been playing. Uh, Sony Michelle's been great. He's out. Uh, defensive tackle, Carl Davis, 
Um, now they do have some players on IR that might be returning and they haven't been activated yet, even though they practice Josh Uche, uh, which was a defensive end out of Michigan rookie guy, offensive tackle, Jermaine Uliamenor. That, that's a fun one. Say that one three times. He's on IR. He's been their starting right tackle, but the rest of their offensive line is back. Center David Andrews, who had a broken thumb earlier. He is going to be back for the first time. Defensive tackle Bo Allen, he is supposed to be back as well. So they're not missing a lot. Most of the Patriots' issues were that the people that opted out early on, Dante Hightower, the captain of their defense, um, Patrick Chung, people like that. So they have some issues. We have a lot. That's okay. Now the history of this matchup, the 49ers haven't played the Patriots that many times. They've only played 13 matchups, and here's the deal. The 49ers lead the series 8-5. to five. However, the, pa- the Patriots have won four out of the last five matchups. Now, none of those matchups have taken place when Kyle Shanahan was the head coach and Bill Belichick was the head coach. However, Kyle Shanahan did go against Bill Belichick three different times as an offensive coordinator. The scores of all of those games, here you go. 34 to 27 Patriots, 34 to 27 Patriots, 34 to 28 Patriots. So if you can see the commonality, you are talking about probably one of the best defensive coaches, um, scheming wise, in the NFL in NFL history. His numbers are never great, but if you look at the coaches, the head coaches that spur from Bill Belichick coach defenses. It's it's insane the amount of people that he has put out into college coaching jobs and head coaching jobs. Now, what is it about this defense that makes them so quote-unquote special? Well, let's look at their strengths. Because first off, uh, their defense, they have forced the most turnovers in the NFL. They have forced four fumbles and six interceptions. That's best in the NFL. They have the uh, fewest rushing touchdowns allowed. They've only allowed one. So already off the bat, you can kind of see the trademark of a Bill Belichick coach defense. One, don't let anything be easy. Two, don't let your favorite player or your best player beat you. He tries to take away what you're best at, which for us is going to obviously be George Kittle. Can he take him away? Fourth best on third down percentage. They only allow 34%. Seventh fewest first downs. Ninth fewest yards. Weaknesses. Let's go to the opposite side. And you're going to see very similar categories on strengths and weaknesses on the offense. Definition of complementary football that the Patriots play. They're 27th out of 32 teams on pass yards per attempt. Only 7.3 yards. Cam Newton is inaccurate to put it kindly. (laughs) He is very inaccurate. Now, he's very accurate over the middle of the field, but if you force him to throw to the numbers or to the side, that's where bad things happen. Um, And they're, yeah, so that's kind of where they're at. Now, there's not really any other weaknesses <laughs> whenever you look at what they do. Um, they run a very complex scheme. It's it's the definition of multiple. Their base is a 3-4, but they'll move around like crazy. Okay, So it, it looks like a 3-4, but you have movement nonstop, and a lot of times you will never get the same look twice in a row. Um, here is a clip from our head coach himself. Let's go Kyle Shanahan talking about what it's like to coach against Belichick in the Patriots. I mean, they, it doesn't change a ton. I mean, 
they've always, you know, going back forever whenever you've watched um, a, a Belichick team. I mean, they're going to have the same fronts. Now they have a number of fronts they can go to and mix them up. Um, they have a number of coverages they can go to. Um, but he has his philosophies that he believes in for good reason. And he's you're going to see that each year. And But, I mean, he's also going to adjust at every moment that one of those things aren't going well. So um, there's nothing absolute at all with him. Um, you know what he believes in. You know what he does because that's what works. Um, and when it's not working, he's always going to have a plan to adjust. So the game never stops. So you always got to keep going, and hopefully you have a, more points than them um, when time runs out. There you go. You love the hope we have more points comment that you always see. But here's the issue. And, and he said the word twice, maybe three times, adjusts. The Achilles heel of the 49ers is a lack of adjustment by Kyle Shanahan and lack of adjustment by Robert Sala, much more so, during the game. Our game plans to start games off is usually incredible. Look at how many points we put up in the first half last week. What did we do in the second half? Eggs. We, we didn't do anything. So that's the difference. Um, Belichick can get out of things because he is so multiple. He changes around things so much. If you look at some of their tendencies, um, one of my favorite things that they do in dime packages, the Patriots, instead of pulling off a linebacker in their 3-4 scheme, they'll pull out a defensive tackle. They'll have two defensive tackles, two guys with their hands on the ground, and they'll have add an extra safety. Um it's definitely a very, very different look, but it just goes to show you what is their strength, what is it they're trying to do, and they'll let you run it. They'll let you throw it short. They'll let you do all those things in the middle of the field, but once you get into the red zone, they buckle down. They run a whole bunch of man on the outside, and rightfully so whenever you see their corners. We all know about Stephon Gilmore, who was the defensive player of the year unanimously last year. But guess what? He's not playing near as well this year. The corner opposite, and these are the players to watch out for, J.C. Jackson has been, play, been playing better than Stephon Gilmore this year. Now, he's getting a lot more of the targets because people are throwing away from Gilmore, but their two outside corners are incredible. Their safeties very, very uh, versatile, and they'll be up in the box. They'll be dropping deep. They'll play man. They'll do some zone, um, but they're all over the place. Now, staying with tendencies and their blitzes, they don't blitz very often. Versus the Broncos, they blitz 12 times. Versus the Chiefs, three. <laughs> versus Las Vegas, three. Versus Seattle, 14. I personally think that they will blitz us a lot more to, and it'll be much more run gap blitzing, trying to force us to throw the ball. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, players to watch out for on this defense, you definitely have the corners, which we mentioned, and Chase Winovich. The weakness of the Patriots' defense, and I think you could say this for a long time, it's their front seven. They don't invest the capital financially or through draft capital on the front seven. Belichick is from the mind, the school of thought that says, I want a great secondary that will improve our defensive line play. Uh, lots of undrafted free agents, um, you know, players that they take later in the rounds or they kind of pick up as rejects from other teams that they can get on cheap are up front. You can run the ball against this team successfully. Now, it does hurt not having Raheem Mostert, but again, we still have quality people that are out there. That's the defense. Okay, now before we jump over um, to the offense, I want to get to a couple questions. 
Uh, I love this. I'm nobody you need to know. Uh, trade Dante Pettis for a few dozen donuts for the team. I agree with you. It would be much better spent. Um, will Jimmy G make difficult passes for us to win? Can he? I don't want him to even try it. Um, I've got a couple stats for you, Nick, that I think are going to help us understand. And we saw the way to win this game. To win any game in the NFL, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo in this offensive line, you get rid of the ball quick. You take calculated chances down the field. Um, it, literally three to four. That's it. That's all the only deep passes that you even need to attempt is three to four. You don't need to do more. You are a running team that is built yards after the catch wide receivers and tight ends. Get them the ball and allow them to create on their own. Um, you want efficiency. You don't want risk. Um, Barack O'Niner. I have McKinnon on fantasy on the flex. Should I sit him and play Beasley or Fells? Absolutely not. No, you play McKinnon. Uh, play McKinnon. Big time on that one. Hope, hope you're still with us, Barack. But yeah, you got to play McKinnon on that. Let's move to, let's see here, Nick. Don't think Kyle has ever beaten Belichick, can he? He has beaten Belichick, but not as a head coach. He hasn't coached against him. But as an offensive coordinator, that only happened three times, and he was 0-3, most notably the Falcons in the Super Bowl, right? Um, that's kind of what it is. Um, Niner Drag, he says, Belichick is a mastermind, I do agree. Taking away your best player, handpicking Jimmy G, could this be a statement game for a quarterback and gaining the respect? And we haven't even talked about the homecoming of Jimmy Garoppolo. He was the heir apparent. This should be Jimmy Garoppolo's first season as a starting quarterback for the Patriots. But the rift between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, get them out of here. Congratulations. You got your second round pick, which they turned into like 10 players. But this is huge. And I love that this game is in Foxborough. There's no fans. But it's Jimmy going back. And, and you're right. I, I think you're spot on. This could be a huge statement for Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going against a former MVP, Cam Newton. That's great. The Patriots got Cam Newton. Awesome. You go show them, and I love revenge games. And it, not that Jimmy G should be butthurt or upset with the Patriots by any stretch of the imagination. No, um, they're the ones that drafted him first over anybody else. But whenever you get traded, it, it is kind of like you're going away. And so I think that's a problem, right? Uh, so who is Jimmy going to be? Is he going to step up and going to say, screw this and prove them wrong? You should have kept me. I was better, which I think he is. We'll have to see. Um, <laughs> he's going to have to do it without, you know, a strong defense. He's going to have to do that without his number one running back. Um, but he does have the pieces outside. You do have Debo. You do have Brandon Ayuk. You do have George Kittle. You do have Trent Williams, even though he's banged up. This is such a key game for both teams. And I started off talking about this. Whoever wants it, they are putting themselves in play for the postseason. I'm telling you right now, whichever team loses this, you've got some major question marks. Um, both teams have question marks. But you lose this game, if you're the 49ers and you go 3-4 and four through the easy part of your schedule, oh, it's going to be bad. This is a winnable game for both teams. The spread's two points. <laughs> the 49ers are dogs in it, but that's okay. Um, I, I think something has to happen. And Nick, uh, can the 49ers save or salvage their season with all these injuries? I think what it does is it lowers the ceiling on, on this season, obviously. Do I think the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, I do not. 
Do I think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs? Yes, I do. The 49ers win this game. I have the 49ers making the playoffs. But the 49ers lose this game. Now it's starting to look rough. Uh, you basically wave goodbye to the division championship. You're not going to win the NFC West. But maybe you can squeeze in and then make something happen. It's a possibility. Um, you got to go win. You got to go win this game. All right, now let's jump over to the strengths of the Patriots' offense. And here's the deal. They run the ball. That's all they do. First in rush attempts. Second in rushing yards. Second in rushing touchdowns. Fourth in yards per rush. 5.1 yards per carry. That's huge. That's going to be one of the keys to the game. Can the 49ers keep the yards per attempt? Because they're going to run the ball a lot. We might see 60 rushes. In this game, 30 by the Patriots, 30 by the 49ers. It, it, it's going to be a fast one. It's not going to be one of those games where the clock's stopping every five seconds because of incomplete passes. It's not that. It's going to be run, 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 run. Play action. That's what it's going to be. But can you keep them to around four yards per carry um, instead of the five plus? That's going to be a problem for the 49ers defense. I think the 49ers defense can stop the inside run. Can you stop the zone read? That's the key. They're sixth and first downs. Uh, weaknesses, exact opposite. Again, just like their defense, they're not good versus the pass. 32nd dead last in passing touchdowns. They're dead last. Their offenses, they don't throw, they have three passing touchdowns on the year. 29th in interceptions. They have seven interceptions. Now, some of that was, you know, the second and third string quarterback. But guess what? We've had second and third string quarterbacks play too. <laughs> so we understand what that's like. 26th in passing yards, 25th in total points, 23rd in fumbles lost, 22nd in yards per pass. So they run the ball often and well. They throw the ball not very often, and they suck at it. You have to make them pay. Back to our safeties. And here's what's important. Our safeties will have to make plays this week. They have to. They have to. Um, you know, you, you look at the entire 2019 season, not one turnover by Jimmy Ward or Jaquaski Tart. The only interception all year was by Tarverius Moore in the Super Bowl for the safety position. Well, we've got the guys back there now that can cause giant turnovers. They're going to have to do that. One of my keys to this game, the safeties have to force at least one turnover. One of those two guys has to do something. Uh, Scheme-wise, they run kind of a power gap exchange, traps, counters, things like that. Um, and we're going to get to see some 22 personnel. So we're going to see some big stuff. I'm excited about that. We're going to be in much more base than nickel, and that's huge for us. Because Jamar Taylor won't be getting the same snap rate. He's been getting about... 70% of the snaps since he came in from the injury of Kwan Williams. Well, guess what? It's going to be much more of a 50-50 split. So we're going to get more Aziz Al-Shahar, a little bit less uh, Jamar Taylor. He's still going to get a lot of significant playing time, but not near as much as what he was. So um, those are kind of their base plays. And of course, we have to talk about the zone read. Kyle Shanahan was asked about it. Robert Sala was asked about it. Um, Fred Warner was asked about it. DJ Reed was asked. About it. Any person that went up to the stage this week for the 49ers was asked about how to stop mobile quarterbacks in the zone read. There's no secret. The 49ers, we made Jared Goff look like a mobile quarterback. How are they going to stop this? 
And it's not like this is a one-week thing. Guess who we have next week? Probably the MVP right now, Russell Wilson, mobile quarterback. He's still got another game against Kyler Murray. Um, he's still got Josh Allen. There's mobile quarterbacks everywhere in the NFL. Almost half the teams have them. You have to change something. Now, the good news is, at the Will linebacker position, Quan Alexander is out. I don't think that's good news, but the good news is Dre Greenlaw's in. Greenlaw is the best defender we have on the team versus mobile quarterbacks. Look at the both Seattle games last year. Both of them. He put our team in a position to win one in overtime when he got the interception against Russell Wilson and returned it amazingly well that we missed the field goal. And then in week 17, whenever he stopped... Uh, the play just inches short of the goal line. Trey Greenlaw will have to step up this game even more so than he has been. He led the team in tackles last week. He's going to have to do that again. Um, he's going to have to play lights out. Now, some tendencies that the offense of the Patriots have. They're the most run-heavy team in the NFL. That's all they do. And James White. They don't like to throw the ball deep. You know, Nikhil Harry, who Kyle Shanahan loved, so glad we didn't get him. Could you imagine if this team had Nikhil Harry instead of Debo? Well, that's what Kyle Shanahan wanted. Thankfully, uh, Nikhil Harry went first. We got Debo. The rest is history. But what you have to understand is this. When they throw the ball, they want to throw it to the running back, James White. That's who they want to target. Uh, James White has been in on 90 offensive snaps. Only 20 of those 90, again, most run-heavy team in the NFL, only 20 of those 90 snaps he was, he was in were designed run plays. More were run plays, but that's because Cam Newton scrambled and then took off. So you have to understand, they, they kind of tipped their hand. He is the truest definition in the NFL of the third down scat back, James White. So when he's in there, you have to be able to understand. Now, they'll do the little zone read dump off, but it might look like a run. Usually, it is always a pass. So that's one of the key tendencies as I was watching film. I was like, man, dude, anytime he goes in, it just they, they kind of show it. You, you start digging into some of the numbers. 20 out of 90 snaps? Yeah, that, that's kind of a thing. Now, players to watch out for. Julian Edelman. Um, Little known fact, Julian Edelman went to prom with, uh, anybody know? Does it? I, I want to leave some room here. Somebody write, type in there. Let's see if somebody can get this. Who did Julian Edelman take to prom? Uh, I, mean, I, I want to see what you guys have to say. I'll, I'll leave a little bit of suspense and allow some of the comments to come in here. But even though Julian... Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Julian Elliman's very old. He's not having the best season ever. He has five dropped passes um, on the year, um, which is a lot for him. You have to stop matchups where it's Julian Edelman versus Jamar Taylor. That is not going to be sufficient. Um, Yes, Julian Edelman did grow up in Cali. That is correct. Um, I already see somebody kind of has the right answer there. He did grow up in California. Um, I, I love Barack correcting me on the pronunciation. It's called Al Shai. I'm from Texas, man. I'm trying really, really, really hard. Uh, Al Shair, uh, your your explanation is rough. I'll work on my pronunciation. Uh, I still haven't learned to speak English properly, as you guys know. Um, but yeah, I see the correct answer. Uh, Barack O'Niner, Shat J. Uh, Julian Edelman went to prom with Jerry Rice's daughter. Uh, that is correct. Um, which man, how incredible is that? Could you imagine taking the goat's daughter, uh, to prom? That is, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's what it is. Love you too, Barack. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the help. I need, I need some speaking lessons. But whenever you look at Edelman, you've got to stop your matchups, him versus Jamar Taylor and man zone. That's okay. Edelman's going to break zone. That's just what it is. That's why he's still in the NFL, but you don't want to put him up in man coverage that is just bad. <laughs> and then also, you got to talk Cam Newton. If the 49ers win this game, it's because they frustrate Cam. If Cam's dancing and doing all of his celebrations and smiling and chomping his gum with his mouth open, which grosses me out, um, if he's doing those things, the 49ers are not going to win this game. Now, Cam's going to have plays because... The entire offense goes through him. One, he's going to be the leading rusher of the team, the leading passer of the team. So he's going to have positive plays. You got to piss him off. When Cam Newton struggles early, it compounds on itself and gets bad. Um, and he is a front runner. And I mean that in, I don't think I mean it in a good way. I mean it in that when he's behind, he sucks. Whenever he's ahead and everybody's talking about how great he is, that's fuel to the fire. You cannot let him get a fast start. You cannot let Cam Newton get a fast start. Here is the number one linebacker in the NFL, Fred Warner, talking about Cam Newton. Oh, uh, yeah. Just uh, before actually studying the tape, you know, I watched a couple of games when he was playing and uh, just seeing the comeback that he's made coming off those injuries uh, from previous years. And, um, you know, I was, that, was, that was the guy I was looking forward to playing last year, actually, when we had uh, Caroline on the, on the schedule. And unfortunately, uh, he wasn't able to play in that game, but uh, the fact that he's able to come back and be as effective as he is with the with the Patriots, and they use him and his and his skill set really well, um, you know, and be able to 
put him in positions to be successful and uh, just how, how big of a body he is and delivering the football where it needs to be and not being afraid to to, uh, to air it out. And so I know he's going to present a, a very big challenge for us. we got to make sure that we're on, on top of our details. So whenever you look at this, here's it's funny because in my players to watch out for, I put Cam Newton, and I have stats, right? And then I put players to exploit, and then I put Cam Newton again. It, that, that's what it is. If, if you've got Cam Newton at his best, and he's comfortable, the 49ers lose this game. It's what it is. So what do you have to do? You have to get pressure. You have to hit him. When Cam Newton runs, you can't let him slide. He has to fight for tough yards, and you got to hit him and punish him. Now, our linebackers can do that. Our safeties can do that. A little concerned about Marcel Harris taking some poor angles. But outside of that, our corners like to hit. The corners we have out there right now, even Jamar Taylor, he likes to hit. Our defensive line is going to stop the inside run game. But it's the quarterback keeps off the edge. The gap exchange we haven't been able to solidify. So here's the thing. When Cam Newton has pressure... He has a 49.6 NFL rating when he's under pressure. Whenever he doesn't have pressure, 89 quarterback rating. You cannot let him sit back there because he will hold the ball forever. He's the antithesis in so many ways of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's all about him. He wants all the praise. He's going to keep all the praise to himself. He's going to celebrate for himself. He wants to hold the ball for as long as possible. Garoppolo, get rid of it quick. Um, and he wants to run. Now, Another thing that's interesting, I think I said this earlier, his worst statistical, whether it's 20 yards plus downfield, which he has a cannon, he could throw it forever, just not accurate, uh, the 10 to 20 yard range, uh, 10 to zero in behind the line of scrimmage, he sucks when he throws it outside the numbers. He can't do it. Accuracy isn't there. He can throw it over the middle with ease. So Fred Warner and the safeties are going to have to play up to that, force him to throw it to the sidelines. You do that, difficult throws, now we're talking interceptions. Jason Verrett is playing better than anybody at any position. I don't even care. Corners, safeties, linebackers, running quarter, I don't care. The way he is playing, not all, you're, yeah, all pro, sure, it's way better than all pro. This dude is playing defensive player of the year caliber football so far. We need that signature pick, that pick six, one of those things. It's coming. It's coming. And it's not like he's going against tough wide receivers. You got, you know, Nikhil Harry, who's a big dude. But Jason Verrett is going to get the opportunity to get his hands on balls, which is a weird statement, but I'll stand by it. Um, all right. Let's jump into a couple, what are the Vegas lines? Let's do our bets of the week, all that kind of stuff. I've got a lot for you today. Um, the Vegas lines currently 49ers are plus two, plus two and a half on some sites. And the over under is 44 and a half points. Now, as always, uh, my bookie is who we bet through. Uh, love those guys. They are incredible. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers 49ERS. They're going to double your initial deposit. Now let's get to some bets. All right. Y'all ready for this? I got a lot of them. Um, I'm taking the points and adding. <laughs> so the 49ers get two points. We're underdogs. They don't, they don't, they don't know who the 49ers are. So here's what I'm taking. Uh, you click on the spread, which is 49ers plus two. You click on that, and then my bookie gives you the chance to add more points. You can add more. I want to go all the way over a field goal just to cover myself. 
Okay, so I'm getting the 49ers plus three and a half. Now, as you add points, you lose the payout just a little bit. Um, but here's the idea. Uh, you know, I'm adding those and you can keep doing as much as you want, but I'm betting 10 to win 15. I like the small bets there because it's consistent. Uh, we hit on Thursday, barely, <laughs> on the Eagles' buddy line, but that's what I want. Now, my bigger bet, this is a three-team teaser, Okay. So again, you click on the 49ers, I'm including them as well. But with the teaser, you get to add way more points. So the 49ers are plus two. I'm doing a six and a half point teaser. So that plus two becomes plus eight and a half. Meaning the 49ers could lose by eight and we still get paid. Okay, so I'm doing a three team teaser. I'm getting the 49ers plus eight and a half points versus the Pats. I'm taking the Packers, even though they have a couple injuries, I do not believe in the Texans. I really, really don't. Um, Aaron Rodgers coming off of a bye. Uh, Packers plus two and a half on the Texans. So not only could the Packers lose and we still get paid, I think they're going to win considerably. That's a four-point spread there. The Bears versus the Rams by 12 and a half. I'm getting the Bears plus 12 and a half. I think the Rams probably can win that game, but that Bears defense has played everybody so close that I just do not see the Rams, even if they jump out to a 14-point lead, Nick Foles climbs back and makes games competitive. So I love the 12.5 points there. That's bet um, 10 to win 23.5 bucks. So 49ers, Packers, Bears, and my three-team teaser. And then here's a fun one. Uh, I only put $2 down on this one, just so you know. Jamichael Hasty to be the first person to score a touchdown in the game. So Michael Hasty to be the first person to score a touchdown in the game is very unlikely, but I bet two bucks to win 32. That's plus 1,600 odds. Um, so if you're one of those people that like the big home run bets, that's where I'm going with that. Uh, Jamichael Hasty scored the first touchdown. I just put two bucks down. And my season-long bet has nothing to do with the 49ers, but the odds are so good right now. The Eagles to win the NFC West. The Eagles win at NFC at West. I put 40 down on that. I bet 40 to win 42. I just don't see how there's any way they do not win that division, even if they win seven games. The Cowboys are losing starters week in, week out. Andy Dalton's not the answer long term. And that offensive line, which was one of the best in the NFL, now is one of the worst, one of the worst defenses. I don't care if you have great wide receivers. It's not how you win in the NFL. Um Sell your tickets, Jerry. Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> uh, you're going to be losing. Uh, so anyway, I'm taking the Eagles to win that division. They already, yeah, it's what it is. Now, let's go to some question and answer. Let's get to a couple of more. Um, and then we'll get to our predictions. Uh, Sergio, how many seasons till Kyle says Jimmy isn't the one? Get me my guy now. Okay, so this is a two-parter. There's lots of Jimmy G haters out there. and I get it. Um, he gives them fuel <laughs> because whenever he gets bad, he gets real bad. Um, but whenever you look at the wins, he got us to the Super Bowl. There's four quarterbacks and 49ers history that were able to get us to a Super Bowl. That's it. Four. That's, that's all there is. He's one of them. Uh, now you can say, well, it wasn't really him. No, it was him. He was top 10 in every statistical category. So let's just let's play out this, Sergio. And say, Kyle Shanahan says, you know what? Not my guy. Okay, well, now what do you do? Because I guarantee you, whether Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins, and he might be available. You think Jimmy Garoppolo's bad? 
wait till you have to cheer for Kirk Cousins and how much you're going to hate your life. And then there's people who are like, oh, well, go get Trevor Lawrence. The 49ers have no option. Even if the 49ers lost out, you will not have an opportunity to get Trevor Lawrence. You won't. The Jets and Giants aren't getting to four wins. They're not going to do it. So <laughs> you're going to win one more game at least. There's no way in hell you're going to be able to, you're talking trading three, four first round picks to get Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. That's even, even then it's a maybe. Um, now I think Trevor Lawrence is amazing. He's going to be the first round pick. I like Trey Lance a lot, but now you're talking, you've got to be in that second to three category. Look at the 2021 49ers that are returning. You're going to get Bosa back. You're going to get a whole bunch of healthy guys back, plus they're older and more experienced. The 2021 season, you are thinking Super Bowl. Are you still thinking Super Bowl with the rookie quarterback added to that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so then you have to look at, okay, well, what about other options? Teams don't let quarterbacks go. You want to get Dak Prescott? Guess what? That's going to cost you $35 million a year. 49ers don't have that. Um, who, I'm not saying I want Dak Prescott. I'm just throwing out quarterbacks who might be available. Tyrod Taylor, that might be a possibility. I don't know. Uh, there's not got Aaron Rodgers. Guess what? Look at his contract. I think he's due $30 million plus, and he's going to win MVP probably this year. Um, so I don't know what the option is. You can be like, man, Jimmy G's not the guy. Okay, cool. Who is? Who is? Look at Phillip Rivers. They went out and paid a ridiculous amount of money to get Phillip Rivers in there because they thought they had a team ready to compete now, the Colts, which I do think that they're a pretty good team. Phillip Rivers isn't the guy either. So who is the guy? Who is it that you're going to use? And I, I don't think that's out there. I, I really, really don't. Um, from Khalil Young, uh, does Jamar Taylor play a nickel lining against Edelman concern you? Hell yeah, it does. Big time, big time. The good news about Edelman is um, he doesn't usually beat teams deep, so that would be against the safety. You just can't leave Jamar Taylor in man coverage without safety help deep. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Um, man, it, I hope IU just don't stand in the field and don't tackle. Um, I, I, I don't get that one. He plays offense. I missed that question. Sorry about that. Um, I'm sure I misunderstood something. That's on me. Baracko Niner, I have Edelman on fantasy. Should I sit him? No, you shouldn't. Uh, but you don't cheer for him. But nah, he, he should be started this week. It's just a that's an amazing matchup. Uh, it, it's just what it is. Mr. Superfly, what do you think of our D line against the Pats O line? Our D line versus any O line is great versus the run. That's going to be kind of the main matchup there. Stopping the run up front, which our D line can do. Hitting the quarterback on pressure. We can't do. We are incapable of doing. Um, it's Eric Armstead and Kerry Hyder, and that's it. Kevin Givens, actually. Like, we're getting to the point where we've got to talk about Kevin Givens getting more snaps. Um, you know, I love Javon Kinlaw, and I think he's doing a hell of a job against the run. But in the past game, he's not really doing anything. Um, so that that's kind of a problem. Um, I, I don't really like that, but... You've got to get pressure. So now you've got to bring blitzes. You've got to bring Mike blitzes. You've got to do stunts. You've got to do whatever else. And try to keep Cam Newton inside. It's okay if you don't get pressure on Cam, but don't let him run outside. If if Cam Newton's trying to look and can't find anybody but stays in the pocket, that's a win for our defensive line. You can't let him escape. You cannot let him escape. 
You can't. Uh, I'm seeing Brock Osweiler, Matt Ryan. Yeah, again, look at Matt Ryan's numbers versus... Um, <laughs> yeah, look at Matt Ryan's numbers. They're not good. He overthrows the ball, interceptions, and he has the best wide receivers or some of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Um I don't know. John, why are you so down on the season already? All we got to do is make the, the... I'm not down on the season um, at all. Uh, from faithful from birth, I'm not down at all. But from the perspective of the team, we are a team that got blown out by the Dolphins. You have to put that into context, right? Um, I still have the 49ers making the playoffs uh, in my projections and in my bets. Um, I still think that they will make the playoffs. But this game is going to tell a lot. You've got to get to the point where you start to separate from the middle of the pack. Three and three is right in the middle. Four and three is huge. This is a big win, especially, you know, looking forward, you've got Seattle next week. So let's get into our predictions and keys to the game. It is not missed by me that this Sunday is a holiday, and it's a holiday unlike any other, as George Kittle will tell you. It is National Tight End Day which is the most important day to George Kittle's life. He has been on so many radio programs promoting National Tight Ends Day two, day, two years in a row. Um, and, you know, in his man cave, he has a giant National Tight End uh, Day decal thing right, be, right behind him where he records. So Bill Belichick's going to do everything he can to take away the 49ers' best offensive weapon. We all know who that is. It's the Yak King himself. It's George Kittle. Now, I think George Kittle's going to get his, but that whole idea of, you know, George Kittle and man coverage versus one person, do not expect that. There will be a safety lingering over the top of George Kittle all game. They're going to man up with him with a linebacker or a nickel, and they're going to keep a safety over top to limit the big plays. Now, what is the trickle-down effect of that? That means outside... One-on-one -on -one man coverage with Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Now, you're going against Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson, but at some point, you got to make a play. You can't play scared out there. You can throw against man coverage. Um, and again, lots of jet sweeps and all those things. Kittle's going to get his. I've got him five catches, 70-plus yards, but I don't think that he's going to have any of those giant plays. Uh, you're talking you know, getting first downs, moving the chains, things like that. Safeties are getting a turnover. They have to. This is my one key stat of the game. If one of the safeties get a turnover, the 49ers win. This is my number one. Safeties get a turnover. It is a win for the 49ers. Marcel Harris, Tarvarius Moore, get your hands on the freaking football. Make a play. Okay. I, I think they're going to make mistakes. They're going to have missed tackles. There's no doubt about that. But the the turnover has to make up for that. This is a huge turnover prone team. Um, you got to be smart. Here we go. Hasty, hasty. Oh, I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited about this. I already know as soon as he gets his first carry, my notification is going to blow up and I love it. Jamichael Hasty, 10 plus touches for 70 plus yards. I hope he gets into the end zone. I, I'm not predicting that. Um, you know, the Patriots, again, they don't allow rushing touchdowns. They're best in the NFL. Um, and we like to throw it in the end zone for some reason. I don't know why. Now, the two most important players, one on offense, one on defense, that are going to determine the outcome of this game. Number one is Dre Greenlaw. I love this man. I love this man. I'm the president of the fan club. Dre Greenlaw last week played out of his mind, made two of the probably most important four, two out of four plays 
that he made last week were so vital to winning. The stop uh, in the end zone, which led to the interception, and then stopping it earlier, which led to the fourth down stop as well. So Dre Greenlaw was huge. He has to do that again. I expect Dre Greenlaw to lead the team in tackling again because he's going to be the linebacker responsible for not only stopping Cam Newton on zone reads, but also spying Cam Newton um, on long pass plays, third and whatever. So I'm telling you right now, you can't let Cam run wild. Okay, Greenlaw gets 10-plus tackles. On offense, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, who is Jimmy Garoppolo against? How do we tell if Garoppolo is successful? The clock. The clock. Okay. From at PP underscore Jeff on Twitter. I love this. When Garoppolo gets the ball out in two and a half seconds or less, he has the best passer rating in the entire NFL with a 134.6. That's number one. When Garoppolo takes over two and a half seconds to get rid of the ball, he is dead last in the entire NFL with a 53 passer rating. Get the ball out quick. We saw that last week. When the ball's coming, you don't even have to throw it past the line of scrimmage. Get it to your studs. Develop the run game. Lots of first downs. Slow it down. That's all you got to do. If Jimmy's holding that ball for a long time and we're seeing seven-step play action drops, it ain't going to cut it. Robert Sala, Kyle Shanahan can win this game. They have to be smart and stick to the game plan. Stick to the game plan. Don't put Edelman in man coverage against Jawar Taylor. And keep your linebackers outside on zone read responsible for Cam Newton. That's it. Again, there's going to be 60-plus rush attempts from uh, both teams combined. They're going to run the ball like crazy. I've got the 49ers winning. Uh, call me a homer. I don't care. I got the 49ers winning 21 to 20 in an ugly, ugly game that is running like crazy, and there's going to be turnovers galore. It's just the way both of these two teams play. So 49ers win 21 to 20. Keep me honest. Let me know <laughs> if I get these wrong. Call me out. But if I get them right, call me out as well. Uh, that's kind of the way it goes. So we'll start a thread, and as always, as soon as the game is over, win, lose, or draw, we will be here for our instant reactions, venting, getting stuff off our chest. But you guys are incredible. I cannot say thank you enough just for all of the support. Um, you guys are awesome. I love it, man. It messed up my mic to start. <laughs> you guys, yeah, y'all let me know. We got it fixed, and we moved on. Thank you, guys, and game day tomorrow, baby. Let's go. Let's step back into the win column. Four and three, so much better than three and four. So much at stake for the 49ers. Let's go get that W. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.